0: Hey, this is LA Beast, and you're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour.
1: Oh, hello there, friendos. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who has sold his pants and underwear on Craigslist and used the money to buy an anatomically correct Barbie doll that he's currently slapping his boner around to. That's Jeff Clark. What's up? Does anyone still use Craigslist? I guess we can chat about that later. And transmitting to us from the inside of an elephant's ass. The bearded, clumpy Dingleberry known as
0: Shuddy Boy. Yo, brat, brat. And to answer your question, I don't know, Jeff. I don't know that Craigslist is relevant for anything anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean i've been I've been selling off like a lot of my collectibles and stuff, and I've been using that Nextdoor website slash app, which is basically. They might as well just call it karen.com. Like, yeah. I don't know how many times I've I've unsubscribed and blocked and all these fucking stupid that's like, oh, you might be interested in this post. It's like, no, I guarantee you I'm 100% not interested in that post from next door. It's all just old people fucking bitching.
2: I unsubscribed from next door like seriously four or five times and could not get off their email list. I finally was able to figure it out earlier
1: this year. It's a nightmare, but, but I've managed I just, to I've managed to sell some stuff because it's it's nice. Especially you have bigger things that are a pain in the ass to ship that I don't want to sell on eBay, and eBay takes like a huge fucking cut too. It's ridiculous. Have
0: you tried marketplace?
1: Oh, on Facebook. Hmm. Um. Uh, I haven't yet, but this week I'm listing a whole bunch of stuff on there just because. Uh, John Cooper is getting delayed till September. To oh, no. To sort of circumvent the, at this point, what's looking like an inevitable SAG strike. Um, So
0: they're not definitely striking yet?
1: No, they've voted to either, I think they voted to allow a vote amongst the members. But I think there's 175,000 people in SAG. Uh, A lot of them aren't even active. And they need, I think, a, a majority of the people to vote yes on a strike. But it seems like... Everybody's pretty fucking pissed off. And then HBO Max turning into Max, which, by the way, I will never call it that. It will always be HBO Max every time it comes out of my mouth.
0: I still call it HBO Go sometimes.
1: Yeah, I, I slip up with that too. But it's it's <laughs> HBO Max. I, I I haven't. I've heard so many people just be like, "Yeah, how stupid is that that they change the name?" Like everybody thinks it's a bad idea. So I will. Endlessly refer to it as HBO Max. And I encourage you to do the same.
2: I don't even, I don't even do that. I just call it the HBO app.
1: <laughs> but yeah, people are all pissed off because they, they change the whole interface. So usually when you would click on a project and it would have you know the cast, the writer, and the director, they now just have the cast, and then it says creators. And it's just a whole mishmash of names from producers to writers and directors. And the Directors Guild was like, really, you motherfuckers? We haven't been fighting for 90 years as a union, so you could just lump directors in like, and get them lost in a creative or creator's pile. So it seems like every union is fucking furious. The studios are losing tens of billions of dollars. And if they paid the writers what they were asking for, it would be one one-hundredth of what they've they lost already. But people are so fucking greedy that they're just like, yeah, rather than pay the people that made me all of this money a decent livable wage, I'm going to set a mountain of it on fire rather than give them a, a speck of it.
2: It's fucking nuts. I wonder what the out-of-work SAG actors think about this vote. I would say almost all of them are going to vote to strike because <laughs> How the fuck do they
1: care? I I mean I've been you know taking the pulse amongst people I know that work in film and TV, and everybody but one guy is like they're striking. It's going there's gonna be a strike.
0: Um, but the average consensus Have you talked is- <laughs> to the actors that are you've cast for John Cooper and taken their pulse on the situation.
1: Um, I the the producers have have you know that have been in contact with them have, uh, run it by them and I mean they're all SAG, so if SAG strikes they have no choice but to not work.
0: Right, but do they have a? If they're SAG, they have a vote. So
1: yeah, I I haven't asked, or I don't think anybody has asked them like how they're going to vote, but. It just it seems to be overwhelming. Like everybody thinks SAG is striking, and um, if we started shooting like when we were supposed to, the SAG strike would shut us down with only a couple days left. And at that point, whenever the strike is over and we resume, like I would have to fucking regroup everybody, pay for another insurance packet, and re-rent all the equipment, which is just not in the budget. You know, it's it's such a tight shoestring budget that I can't afford to mismanage any of it. I can't afford to be shut down and then start back up months later. So we're just kicking it down the road. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to have to sell a lot more of my shit (laughs) to keep me afloat. Just
2: blank walls. You're going to look like me in my first apartment. Yep.
0: Your first apartment, (laughs) Jeff, your first apartment.
1: Yeah. Also this one, eight months ago. What
0: are you talking about?
2: Little mom has been on my wall for years now. How fucking dare you? I'm making efforts, Kevin. This ain't going to fucking treat me.
1: (laughs) Piece of shit. Shuddy started it. Uh, Fair enough. But yeah, the, um, the John Cooper stuff is going well. I just, for anybody that follows me on Instagram, I just posted the, um, the promo poster for it. Just a, Drum up, sick. Drum up a little excitement. Yeah, thanks. I like shared it on my story. social media. Me too. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah I'm I've, just I've trying been, to help out the little guy, you know? <laughs> I've been I've been holding on to that fucking thing for months, and I was finally just like, you know what? Fuck it. It's so deep in right now. Like there's an LLC, there's a bank account created, um, all the paperwork has already been filed, like shitload of money's already been spent on lawyers and filing fees, so it might take a minute, but it's coming. I'm I'm pot committed at this point. So I'm 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 confident enough to where I can post this and the project isn't gonna fall apart and then we would have to be like, oh yeah, it's not coming now. But um we did a uh I, I met with a bunch of the producers and some of the like the new crew hires and we we all went out to dinner <clears throat> and you know, I'm I'm like the old fart of the group. Everybody is in their like late twenties, early thirties They're all like these gorgeous, talented, young human beings. And then I'm just this corroded gray middle aged dick joke slinger showing up who has zero experience in the industry. And I'm just like, hey guys. I we sat down at the (laughs) seater. Yeah. We 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 went to this restaurant that had outdoor seating and, you know, it was like a sort of just like a getting to know you thing and just bouncing ideas around. So We all got grabbed some drinks and we sit down and I, I sat at the head of the table and I take a big swig of my beer and I did the whole thing where like when you take a sip and you go, I sort of slurped it a little bit and I inhaled beer and coughed and spit a mouthful of beer straight ahead. So since I'm at the head of the table, I misted every single one of them with a mouthful of beer spit take. And I, I mean, was just
0: like and that was the first time you had had all had them all in one place at the same time. Yeah. And it was before I, mean, I was I mean that's the that's the best way you can prepare them for what working with you is going to be like. Yeah.
1: I I didn't even been like let's all right so let's let's get down to business. It was just like first sip of beer. <laughs>
0: Did you keep your shoe
1: on your foot at least, or did that go flying too? No, all my clothes managed to stay on, but I was just like, and then they were they they all thought I did it on purpose, like I was trying to be funny. I was like no i I have a weird sense of humor, but I promise you I will never spit in any of your faces on purpose as a joke like I am fucking mortified right now that was an accident, and I can't apologize enough that was that was awful, that was awful. <laughs> Oh man, you backwatch <laughs> on all your casting crew. What a tyrant. On,
0: on all of his, he spit all over all, all of his employees on their first day.
1: I was just like, "Well, good news, guys. It only gets better from here." <laughs> yeah, next
2: meeting we're doing the casting couch. Take a number.
1: Yeah, just wait until I I sit on one of your laps as a joke and accidentally shart. <laughs> but yeah, the um. I, I just over the weekend had a, a we did a table read at my place. Wait, Where'd you guys go to eat? Roberta's pizza place. We initially nice. were going to this fancy pasta spot, but when we all got there, they were like, "Yeah, it's an hour and a half wait." So we we're like, "All right, let's." You didn't let's think get pizza. to get
0: a reservation for your casting? They don't. For your they don't take
1: reservations.
2: Oh, was it Johnny and Vinny's? Because I've been always trying to go there.
1: No, it was uh, Uovo. It's an Italian place that has their pasta flown in daily from Italy. Wow. I have to
2: process that for a second.
1: Yeah, it's pretty gnarly, right? Yeah.
2: But, I mean, the low margins, that doesn't seem physically physically responsible, but hey. Yeah,
1: because I've looked at the menu, and it's like, I mean, it's expensive, but not super expensive. It's like, $20 for an entree.
2: What if you just Like, like have it shipped in bulk once a week? (laughs) <laughs>
1: like they get a fucking Italian that shows up in a goddamn... <laughs> I just got this I off their website. Know, a beret and a
2: goddamn scarf. Uh,
1: all right, fair enough. So I, they don't get into the specific nitty-gritties. It's just like our our handmade pasta is flown in from Italy. It's just like, holy shit. And I had really good reviews, but yeah, struck out. Hour and a half wait. They don't take reservations. Um, they went in Domino's. That's cool. But, um, you know, we've cast John Cooper. We cast the um the supporting actor who plays Clint. And, you know, I wrote in the character of Dusty to be played by Dustin Ibarra, so Dustin's in. But both Dustin, Dustin had stand-up, and the guy playing John Cooper, I think he had a gig as well. So it was me and, like, you know, a couple of the producers, um the unit production manager, casting director and the cinematographer. So we, we all piled into my place. I didn't spit beer all, on anybody. I didn't even embarrass myself, which was cool. But I don't know if I talked about this, but when, when the auditions first started coming in and they were sending them to me, I had a panic attack. I don't know if it was a panic attack or an anxiety attack, but it was the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. I've never, had, I've never gone through anything like that in my life. And I think it was seeing people reading and acting out my stuff for the first time ever that fucked me up. Like, um, you know, I've, I've written little skits and stuff for the Ella Show in the past, you know, but I don't know if that counts. Like I, the, the fucking In the Batch Room skit we did, like, you know, it's like 90 seconds. This, but this was the first time that people have been acting out my, my shit and I, I, got so self conscious, and like, the color drained out of my face, and I started shaking, and I really fucking lost all my composure. And I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, am I about to make the room? Am I about to make like one of the most unfunny, stupidest movies ever?" And I went into a fucking tailspin, and I was like in fetal position on the couch, shaking. It was really bad. So when sounds terrible, it was, yeah, it's the most
0: Kevin Kraft way it could have gone, though.
1: I've never think like I've it was the weirdest experience in my life. Like I've had what I thought were panic attacks in the past, but nothing held a candle compared to what I went through that day. So, um, I I reached out to everybody. I was like, can we can we do a table read? Because I want to hear all of this play out in front of me, and I'll you know I'll record it and just fine tune all the dialogue and make it sound a little less wooden and a little. Like, some of the, the the sides that people were reading in their auditions, I don't know if it was just the shock of it, but it seemed like they were might as well have been saying, I am reading words from a screenplay. Here is some exposition. And I was, like, it threw me for a loop. So we, we did the table read, and it actually turned out really well. Like, I, I drank a couple beers beforehand to sort of, you know, get a little li- li- liquid courage in me, but and i certainly took you know a couple pages of notes of things that minor tweaks that would that would you know really help the dialogue and move things along but it like we had to stop the table read a couple of times because people were laughing so hard and you know they've been that's good they've been pre-sending the script out to streamers to to sort of drum up a, a little bit of interest before we sh- we shoot and there are some of the free streamers that are interested but they had notes being like the middle section of the script kind of drags a little bit because, you know, it's. I wrote it to be as low-budget as possible because, you know, that's that's what kept getting me shot down on my other stuff. So, there aren't a lot of locations. It's very similar to Clerks in that it's it mostly takes place in this one-bedroom apartment where John Cooper is trying all of these really, really stupid, funny ideas to be famous and they all blow up in his face. So, I was like, if we change all that, the whole fucking premise of the movie is different. Like, the middle of the movie is him trying all these harebrained stunts. And if people are worried that that part drags and it's not funny, I was like, that's not a good sign for this. That's like the meat and potatoes of the movie. So when we did the table read, that the middle part was what got the most laughs. And people were walking out going like, you know, there were a handful of jokes that, you know, cause everybody there had read the script at least like a dozen times. And they're like, these jokes, I always thought they were kind of like weak, but after seeing them play out and, and hearing them off the page, like they're like, I have so much more confidence in this project now. And I think they're, they're, they're now like pushing back on like, you don't really need to change that much in the middle anymore. So I, I, That that the the whole table read thing, while it was really fucking cool seeing it all play out in front of me, it gave me a lot more confidence. There's still I still have you know a decent amount of work to do on the script just to make a a couple tweaks here and there, but I think I can get it like ten to twenty percent better than it already is with just you know without having to gut the thing like a fucking fish. But yeah, that's exciting, dude. (laughs) Those are those are the John Cooper updates for now.
2: Seems like the biggest hurdle is something kind of, come, well, not kind of, but definitely completely out of your control of uh, the SAG stuff and the, the writer strike.
1: Yeah. And it's like, everybody I've told about that was like, you know, if you weren't trying to make your first movie right now, there would be no strike. It's like, everything <laughs> yeah. would just be, everybody would be getting along. An old Kevin Kraft curse. Curse with a C? Don't you fucking do that to me. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. well, Those are just the the quick updates I got on the... Sounds like a nice little so a Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it was productive. Um,
0: Did you find an apartment for John Cooper?
1: We think we have it. Um, Thursday, going on a location scout. Uh, so, um, I'm trying to... I made like a John Cooper Instagram account. So, whenever I go on locations and stuff. And we do camera tests. I'm going to try and put stories up of just get some like behind the scenes, putting the pieces together stuff up there.
2: Do you have like ideas or a way to keep like everyone kind of locked into the project while the strike is going?
1: Well, I mean, the actors, if SAG strikes, you know, Nobody has anything to do. Uh, Luckily, everybody involved in the project doesn't have any projects scheduled that far in advance. So everybody is still free for September. And then if and when SAG strikes, which is probably going to be July 1st, is when it officially kicks off, um, it's going to kill a fuckload of projects. Like Every studio movie that's filming right now is instantly shut down. Every TV show is shut down. If the Director's Guild joins in, that is pretty much they're all all the networks and studios are trying are like ready to eat losses by having no movies come out, and then their entire TV slate is going to be reality but I think if if the directors Guild also strikes, that torpedoes all of that and ev- like everything is just crippled but I've been lucky you know we, I talked to everybody because I got a really cool team, and everybody's already done so much groundwork that i don't want to lose anyone. And they're like, yeah, if we push to September, we're we're all we're all still on board. All right. Well, it's knock on wood and hope that all uh comes together. Yeah. What I'm more interested in though is what you guys sort of teased last week, and that's that you guys aren't getting along with your neighbors.
2: Oh shit, that's right. I forgot
0: about that. <laughs>
2: yeah um yeah there's just a one neighbor that i have beef with and it's actually more bill's beef than it is mine i <laughs> i started randomly mm-hmm. laughing during your story kevin because bill was in his room just freaking out on his valorant team
1: oh is that that, the- that talking we just heard in the background oh you could you could hurt it yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah. Yep. oh wow no shit my bad Yeah, he was freaking the fuck out on these guys. Um, Apparently, not not optimal strategy, and the the KD rates are falling. So Bill's pissed, but he'll like because he's pretty knee deep in esports. He you know he'll like have to jump on early and like start playing early to like sync up with like. Asians and Europeans that are also big in esports, right? Their days run like six hours ahead of ours, sometimes eight, well, however long, right? So he'll be up sometimes like at seven thirty in the morning, eight in the morning, just fucking like playing. He'll try to keep the noise down, but sometimes like he'll just you know do the the gamer rage. Anyhow, uh, during the summer a couple years ago. Um, we moved into our apartment in April. So a couple months after we moved in, um, it gets, it gets hot and it gets like really, really hot in his room. I I don't really know exactly. I don't get exactly why, but it does. So he had the the window open while he was playing and he's freaking out. And the uh, neighbor was like fucking pissed off. And I guess like yelled up through the window, like threatening bill and like, um, I guess he knocked on the door as well, but I, I don't know, either I wasn't here or I wasn't awake. I, I would have been here, but I I I wasn't awake or I didn't hear this. What
3: so the fuck? Yeah, yeah, take yeah. this. Take
2: this. This guy got fucking pissed and Bill <laughs> told me about it afterwards, like, what the fuck? This guy came up here threatening us or like threatening you? Like, oh shit.
1: Well, wait, so, like saying he was gonna beat Bill's ass? Uh, yeah. Um, have you have you seen this guy? Is he like he, yeah? Is he threatening? No, he's a little no.
2: He's a little, a little smaller than me. I would say um, like you height think he, wise, definitely skinnier. Like he's like a thinner dude.
1: But you guys could beat him up if he attacked you.
2: I don't know about that.
1: I would <laughs> I, I would like to
2: say I mean, dude. I, I what can I say? I, I've never been in a fight before. Like we will. God damn it! My White Walker staff fell off again gotta stop playing with this
1: god damn it my fucking toy broke
2: <laughs> fucking told you the bow staff is weak oh Actually, is more my collectible spear.
1: action figure
2: um what was i saying oh i've never been in a fight or i haven't since i was in like since i was like 13 like so it doesn't even fucking count so i don't know like i have good hand-eye coordination i feel like I don't know sizing the guy up. I'd be all right, but what? I mean, maybe I have a glass chin and he hits me. I'm fucking done. You know, who who knows? Um, but I, uh, I didn't know what he looked like because I didn't see him and it was like an interaction with Bill, but Bill described to me what he looked like and we walked past each other when I was walking little mama and we just like grilled each other and we like we both turned as we walked past each other and then we, then we came, you know, and then we exchanged some words after, uh, after that and like came like face to face. And I, I kind of motherfucked him and was like, dude, you, you fucking come up to my door again. I'm going to baseball bat you right in the fucking head. Oh, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I was like, dude, like I—I I didn't say baseball bat you in the fucking head, but I said something to the effect of like,
1: "I'll what fuck did I you say? up." It was like, just like
2: you come up to my door again, and like I'm—I'm I'm going to put you in your place, dude. And it was a really weird uh, interaction. Obviously, yeah. What's your what's tense.
1: your what's your mean mug face? How did how did you shoot him daggers? I I can't do this. Come on, I don't yeah. I don't know. It's just.
2: I don't know. I just really, I don't know. I just stared at him like very, it's very cold. I don't know. Just, it was just, I'm fucking smart as I do it. You shot him the blue steel. Yeah. yeah, The angry blue steel.
1: (laughs) Um, I mean, that is pretty wild. That's a wild move for a guy. Who's like not all that big to hear somebody flipping out and then threaten them with violence.
0: For sure. For sure. Like, I'm
1: not threatening anybody with violence because if they called me on
0: it, they'd beat me up. What have your interactions with him been like since?
1: Yeah, do you see him often? I see him maybe once
2: every couple weeks, yeah. Because he lives, I mean, he lives right next to us, right? He's our neighbor. So I see him every couple weeks. And um, one time, the, the most recent interaction we had was after Cheech's birthday
1: oh after the vomiting cheech,
2: yeah <laughs> cheech vomited all in all in the home uh brendan's car and he was pretty much vomiting outside of this guy's apartment outside of my apartment and the next day he saw me and he was like just giving me shit about cheech puking how did and, like, he know that it the was first cheech? time I, I think he looked outside the window and saw us
1: oh he saw it happen live I would assume, I
2: mean, he, he knew it was me and my brother. So it wasn't like a random guess, Mm -hmm. but like he gave me shit about it. And I was like, dude, like like our one issue months ago, like we don't, we don't have a problem anymore. It was a one-time thing. And like, it's like, I don't know what the fuck your problem. And he's just like, he's like, no, you got to, you have to. You have to be quiet. I was like, no. You need to move out of the fucking city. Like, guess what, buddy? Cities are noisy. If you don't like noise, you should live in a fucking city. He's like, all oh, right, whatever. I'll just call the cops next time. I was like, all right, yeah, you do that.
1: Yeah, because <clears throat> yeah, cops come when you call them for real crimes. Like, yeah. I've like I've you're call, gonna call I've, in a noise complaint in a city. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, like you can call the cops around here for like a legitimate reason. And they are not coming. So if you were to like make a Karen phone call to the cops, they'll probably be like, <laughs> yeah, that's cute. Yeah, well, wait outside for us. We'll be right there, buddy.
2: Yeah, fucking stupid. But yeah, every now and then I have an awkward little. Just we kind of look at each other weird when we pass each other, but there's only been a few times where we've exchanged words, and it's never it's never pleasant. Usually ends with yeah, fuck you.
1: <laughs> I mean I have I have my, my Bill moments where like if I'm playing, you know, a, a an online game or something, I don't I never wear the headset and I feel like a lot of games you can pretty much only talk to your teammates now anyway. Like back in the day you used to be able to talk some vicious shit to anybody in the game. But I think now they, they pretty much just limit it to your own teammates so you can't talk shit. Or like if you're playing anything on Nintendo they don't even have a chat function because they, they know it's it's skews younger, so they don't want anybody talking to fucking kids on there.
0: I got a random message on PlayStation yesterday from somebody that was in a match with me on Call of Duty that just said, we reported you on Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, you got Call of Duty, Karen? And I don't know why, because A... I have the voice chat set to only friends, or if we're I'm in like a chat group, so everybody else is muted, which means I'm muted to everybody else. I didn't say anything offensive, and all I did was I had music on, and so I I don't know why. So I just reported them too for spamming me, <laughs> and told, and responded I just reported you too, <laughs> and never heard anything back. <laughs> A report I, off. I don't like I don't hate that. <laughs> it's just minding my own business. I was high on edibles, just playing fucking shipment twenty four seven and have no idea what I had done that upset this person. Enough that they well, even had to message me and tell me they reported me.
1: Did the did the screen name look familiar? No. Cause I've I've played games before. It's been a while because I mostly just play stupid ass Fortnite. But I think even on Fortnite, where I've killed somebody before, or if you just like if you're doing a Call of Duty match where you're just repeatedly killing each other over and over for a whole match, where like one person I just happen to keep killing the same guy over and over in the same match, and I've had those people send me messages and like flip out on me or call me a pussy uh, or the F That
0: probably. Will- what it could because it was at just it was while I was in the match after one that had gone exceptionally unusually well for me but I've,
1: I've like I've been in Bill's situation before where I'm playing like Splatoon of all things just like a fucking colorful all-ages Nintendo game and somebody like I'll I'll just get paired up with the biggest group of fucking moron teammates and you can't chat with anybody, so you can't be like, hey, will you stop doing that over and over again and getting yourself killed, you fucking moron? Like, there's no way to strategize or anything. So sometimes my rage just boils up and I have to just yell out like a really loud fuck. It's just, like, I gotta, I have to release the steam valve. I, ha- I get so fucking pissed for no goddamn reason. It's so stupid. It's a video game. Who cares? But I get mad. At least I don't rip my underpants off my body anymore. But I do occasionally have to yell out fuck. And then immediately I'm just like, oh, man that's so embarrassing I bet you all my neighbors just heard that
0: I do that I definitely do that you know your house is like or your
2: apartment is like pretty like I don't know what's the I don't know like the word or term like for but like closed in I mean you don't you don't have like a lot of windows
1: me? yeah I don't have a lot of windows but my the wall of my living room on one side is my neighbor's bedroom so, he's oh, actually God. hit me up before and been like, hey, man, you know, I know you like to watch movies at late at night, but, like, sometimes you watch these action movies and it's, like, really loud and it, and it wakes me up or keeps me from falling asleep. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry, man. And I, So, I try to watch, when I watch my movies at night, I keep them on a lower volume. Because sometimes I just you get... Didn't, I,
2: you didn't call my pussy? Nah.
1: I mean, I get it. I don't want to fucking keep the guy up. It's it's, That's it's pretty shitty design that my living room shares a wall with someone's <clears throat> bedroom. I don't know why they wouldn't just have the living spaces shared on a wall. But, you know, I don't, I also don't want to be a shitty neighbor. So I was like, yeah, you know, I, I start a movie every night at 10 o'clock. And he goes to bed around that time. So I, I conceded on that. But uh, as far as like the people upstairs, I can hear them super easily. I can hear the, the wall behind me that's shared with the, the other n- next door neighbor's living room. So what they, do you hear them doing, are they boning? I've only heard people in the bone zone like once or twice in the five years I've lived here. And then, Jeez. but I, I hear like music, the footsteps travel like crazy. The girl upstairs likes to sing a lot. And I hear that crystal clear. So there's not a lot of sound privacy here at all. Is she any good?
0: Does she have a career two ahead thumbs, of her?
1: Two thumbs down. <laughs> but uh I I uh, you know who who is was or at least when I was living with him, a regular video game freak outer was uh Naboa of Qui for no fame.
2: Ooh
3: what's a dagger.
1: He was big into NHL. So we had a TV in the living room. I had a TV in my room, and I had—I think I had my Xbox in there. So a lot of times, I would just play video games in my room, and he would play NHL online a lot. And I would—I'd be in my room playing video games, and then I would just hear him go like "fuck," and then I would hear like like scuffling around, and then he—it was him digging the headset out, like in a rage. He's like, fucker! So he's digging it out plug it in and be like, hey, hey, you fucking cheese dick! Stop fucking cheesing. And he would just lose his shit on people. Cause I guess there was this one glitch where if you went around the back of the goalie and shot, it would go in every time.
2: Yep. Uh, that was the NHL ninety four glitch, but I hear it. Yeah, there are there are hockey glitches almost in every game.
1: Yeah, and, and he would call it, like he would get so pissed off he would call it cheesing. Like if you were getting like those free glitch goals on him, he would just like flip out and just grab the headset and start yelling and be like, stop fucking cheesing. Stop cheesing. So I know the game of rage is real. I felt it. Got a lot of homies that have felt it. And I can only imagine because Bill, Bill's fucking nasty. I remember, you know, when we were a couple years in of doing our, you know, nightly Fortnite Poo Team 6 missions, Bill joined us one time and just smoked everybody we came across. The first round we played with him, we got a victory royale. And I was like, Jesus Christ, Bill, how often do you play this? He's like, oh, this is my first time. Yeah,
2: yeah, he's nasty at video games.
1: Yeah, that's impressive. So I, um, I imagine if you're that good and you're like an e-gamer and I know there's games that Bill plays where he's like ranked worldwide. He probably takes it way more seriously than I do.
2: It's kind of crazy, dude. Like, he just got a fucking job promotion. Like, he's making, like, really good money. Congrats to him.
1: Yeah, but, like, that's awesome.
2: He... Like he plays video games like while he's working, which is like, kinda crazy. And like I know I you know, I know a lot of the people that he works with and he has like a really obviously just got promoters, so he's got like a really strong reputation in the company, and he's only really using like part of his brain, like one eyeball on that and the other eyeball is like on the fucking gaming screen. <laughs> I'll have to like pause his video game to take conference calls here or there. Just like Man. I couldn't imagine doing that, dude. Like I struggle to write like three articles in a day.
1: No, well, I don't know. I feel Ugh. I feel like gaming is just like second nature to him. So like, Ugh. when did this beef with that neighbor start? And yeah, it was probably like in
2: when I moved here, 2020. So like June 2020. No shit. Yeah, I probably should have brought it up sooner. It would have been <laughs> a better story when it
0: was fresher, but.
2: I just yeah, like have Probably
0: been a lot more angry. Would have got the language. Would have been a lot more colorful for sure.
2: Yeah, that's definite. I want to plow the guy's girlfriend? That'd be the best revenge. Is she cute? She's all right.
1: Definitely worth a not revenge bad.
2: bone. Yes, <laughs> honestly, it doesn't even matter as long as she's <laughs> not a dude.
1: <laughs> Man, so. It's like, it's definitely awkward every time you guys see each other every couple of weeks. You guys mean mug each other. Has he, so like, I'm guessing in the past three years, Bill has still had some pretty emotional video game moments and yelled. And this guy's never like yelled back up.
2: Well, no. I, and here's, the, here's where, you know, Bill and, 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 and the, our apartment could accept some fall or some blame. Like Bill was freaking out with the window open at like seven thirty in the morning, or, or maybe uh. you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> so, but the, but the guy like never he never like politely asked. Like he just like started acting like a dick. And actually, I think it was at night the first time that that Bill like uh or the 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 the, the time that the guy ended up coming up to the the door because like. I guess he was flashing a flashlight into Bill's window.
1: Whoa. Yeah. That's kind of aggressive and weird. Yeah, for
2: sure. Like he didn't ever just knock on that was like, that was my whole initial beef. So I never initially, he never like knocked on doors. Like, Hey, can you keep it down, man? Like your windows open. Like it's late. I'm trying to sleep. Like if you, you know, if you, if you're, if you're just a normal guy about it, like, what are we going to say? Like, no, fuck you. Like this is my video game time. Like, no, like, I hear you, but like he just went from like his zero to a hundred. Like he's yeah. flashing the light, he's threatening people, and it's like, what the fuck, dude?
1: Yeah, threats of violence on you know the first, first infraction. That's 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 not aggressive. Cool. Yeah, not cool. Yeah,
2: but I don't know. It's it's awkward here or there
1: uh, when we past each other. But well, I mean, it, there's three Clark's and one of him, so you got him outnumbered. Right, and I think that's why. And Cheech knows. He's now,
2: through. he's now the new position is. Oh, I'll call the cops. Yeah, yeah. Because what was he going to say, oh, "I'm going to beat up all of you"?
0: Like, eh, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, have Jink, have Cheech, bring him a goulash casserole to smooth things over. I don't want to smooth anything with that guy. I want to fuck his girlfriend. I don't well, want to smooth anything over.
1: Maybe Cheech could put poop in the goulash, and then he ate poop. And you I should win. probably close my window, huh? Nah, no, I don't care. Nah, yeah, fuck him. Yeah, no, seriously, fuck that guy. Hey, hey, I want to fuck your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I still have, I still see that guy who um, got mad at me because he, like, kicked the door open. And, and you he, didn't say thank you. Yeah, because it, it literally takes, like, two minutes for that door to shut once you've kicked it open. So he was, he was so far away from me. I would have been, it felt really awkward to just shout ahead. Thank you. He's still your neighbor. Yeah. And he's still like, I see him all the time. And he like, if, if he sees me like coming, he'll immediately just like look away. Like he won't give me the time of day. Won't fucking look at me.
0: Maybe he's embarrassed about how he acted and it says more about him than you.
1: I doubt it. Good point. But yeah, he hates me. Uh, the neighbors upstairs, they like to do like crossfit or something. So like things get knocked off my shelves. I've had light bulbs just like dink go out from all the pounding on this on the on the floor that they do. And then there's like these these rooskies that moved in across the hall from me. And they like I don't know, I can't get a fucking beat on it, but they spend all their time in poop slime alley in the parking lot like in their parking space. Like they park next to me and they just hang out in the car all day. It's like, you guys have an apartment. Why are you... And they like roll their own cigarettes and like they just sit there with the doors of the car open. It's very, very strange. And then today when we were taking um, Lucy out for a walk, I looked in the, the, the window and I think they've already moved out. They moved in like Two or three months ago, and they're already gone. It's they were just weird. Russian spies. They might have been. They were. They were young, but like they always had like these weird random people over, and that's like a stacked parking space. So they would like all pile their cars in and just like smoke hand rolled cigarettes. What What about yep, you? That Shari? sounds sus. What happened? Oh, you?
0: mine is much more passive. The neighbor on if you're looking at my house on the right side. They have not been friendly since the day we moved in three and a half years ago. Uh, And it's just been passive aggressive shit. Like we're hanging out on the back patio. He'll decide that that's when he wants to work on his go-karts. And then he's over there revving engines incessantly. Hmm. Uh, They don't like that. We have, I have a, 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 this, this bush slash tree thing on that side of the house that bush, uh, if it gets too close to his driveway, he'll just start hacking away at it. Uh, they, I joke that they're like the people from the Burbs, because uh, Han- you almost never see them. Hans Klopek? Uh, and the entirety of the downstairs of their house has no curtains but you never ever see a light on. Huh. Well, that's weird. Like, I'll have to take a picture of this house. Like, if you saw, if you looked at the front of this house, it looks abandoned. Uh, Except for the cars in the driveway. And they have, like, abandoned cars in the backyard. We live in town. Like, we're not, I'm not, we're not two farms next door to each other. Like, we're in town. And there's two fucking cars rotting in their driveway. He's got go-kart tires stacked all over the back porch. Like, they're just fucking weirdos.
2: White track? Uh, you think they're hurting the property value of the of the block?
0: You I, would, far, I would love that take. <laughs> I would say if that house was kept up differently, yes, the housing values would be a little bit better. But... There's a mosquito problem, and I'm convinced that it's from the standing water in those cars that are just sitting there. Oh, gross! Uh, so you know, I'm gonna get Legionnaires' disease. So my, I just play my music very loudly when he's outside. Uh, it's just kind of that passive aggressive stuff. There's been no confrontation.
1: Yeah, but what if he likes your music and he's and you're actually like. Doing something he does not, for because
0: him. he comes back and tries to outblast me with country music. Sometimes, oh like no, a, yeah, oh
1: no! Wow, who has louder speakers?
0: Well, <clears throat> I definitely do. They're not, they're not set up for that situation, but they could be very easily. Sounds like a situation, really. Yeah, and and. None, nothing has occurred since I've gotten in this hip hop phase, so things could get a little spicy this summer.
1: You originally tried to outblast him with like punk music, so yeah. Your neighbors are like, your neighbors are probably like, man, I have these two shitty neighbors, and like at all hours of the day, I just hear, well, my pickup truck's got a dingley dang, oi, 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 <laughs> And then, Shuddy.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, Have you ever considered that you might be also an annoying neighbor, Shuddy?
0: I'm sure I'm 100% an annoying neighbor. Someone Uh, else has a podcast? Man,
1: this fucking guy.
0: The neighbors on the other side of me, which is the house that would be at my back right now, they're very sweet. They're a sweet older couple. Uh, And at, at worst, they tolerate me, but they're pleasant. they don't go out of their way to talk to me or invite me to things. But if we see each other, it's a pleasant exchange. Uh, And their dogs are probably less well behaved, worse behaved than mine. So there's that too. Yeah, I'm definitely a shitty neighbor, but can I do
2: only try to be better one day at a time.
1: I like to think that I'm not but I'm sure in some respects I probably am. Like when I, oh, so I have a Bluetooth I was, speaker in my bathroom, so every time I take a shower, I put on death metal. And there's probably some people that can hear that and don't appreciate it. I already have v- woken that guy up next door a couple of times with loud action movies at 11 o'clock at night. I need to I get can't out here and I,
2: and I don't appreciate it.
1: I just need to get out of this fucking one-bedroom apartment stage in life. I don't know. Maybe my, maybe my 40s is the decade for that. Maybe this will be the time it finally well,
0: happens. You know what, Kevin? Stay tuned to the Patreon because I might have just the place for you in Shuddy Boy's fucking news. Nice. Mm. That you can use your John Cooper money that you're going to get to purchase. A piece of vintage Americana, even. Speaking of which, there
2: was a piece of news that came around, uh, came through the Outkick desk that I want to talk to you guys about. I sent you an article, uh, or actually just the headline
0: of what the article was going to be. NBC News covered it. That's where we're getting this. We'll get that story from. Okay. M- NBC News.
2: <laughs> yeah, game I I'm reading from my homie, Sean Joe. Uh, Sean Joseph, who also wrote about it. But high school students in Texas were arrested and are facing prison time for a fart spray prank.
0: Up to three years. Yeah, dude. For a third-degree felony. So, uh,
1: fart spray, I remember there was, like, fart capsules, which were those, like, little glass vials. Yeah. That just basically smelled like sulfur and rotten eggs, and then and there that's was...
0: what the spray is. It's just in a spray bottle.
1: Yeah, and I, I feel like I've you know in my younger Bart Simpson days bought that at like a magic shop or some fucking shit in New Jersey, and some like you know that that place that that Pee Wee Herman goes into at the beginning of Big Adventure, and he buys like his boomerang bow tie and all that goofy shit. There actually was a and shop, the gum. Like, yeah. There was a shop kind of like that in Chatham, New Jersey, that I went to as a kid. And I'm pretty sure I bought some fart spray and shit there. But it never, it didn't smell, it smelled bad. But if I walked into a room and someone had just misted the air with that, I wouldn't be like, ew, who farted? I'd be like, what is that weird chemically
0: aerosol smell in the air? So, yeah, you, well, wouldn't,
2: you wouldn't be facing a felony.
0: They're being charged with possession of a prohibited weapon. Which is a third-degree felony because they intentionally or knowingly possessed a chemical dispensing device.
1: Okay. That's like – those are charges that will ruin your life before it even starts. They're going to fucking get kids over fart spray for that? Like I didn't read the article. Like do these little chodes deserve it or is this a, an overreaction? It has to be an overreaction. It's an
0: overreaction. Somebody smelled it, and then they evacuated the school and called in multiple fire departments to check the school, making sure it wasn't a gas leak or something or a danger. And then they found that there was no evidence of any danger to anyone. Uh, Some students had strong negative physical reactions to the odor, including headaches and nausea, and were taken to hospitals by ambulance.
2: Oh come on! By ambulance? That's like Dom choking on the hot dog and having <laughs> to go into the ambulance. <laughs> Dude, I sent you a link of the product that they use <laughs> to get this weapon. This.
1: Oh yeah, let me um, see that.
2: Yeah, this this fucking chemical agent. This weapon. All you need to do is spend nine ninety nine on Amazon Prime. Well, on Amazon.
1: What about that as an Oscar punishment? You have to buy that stuff and use it as banaka.
2: I was thinking how we can make this an, an Oscar punishment. The only thing is, I don't want to do. I don't want to do something that would, um, that would like affect my brothers. But otherwise, like, yeah, I was thinking of how we could do it, and like, what would be? How could like the listeners pay off from it? Bianca, uh, Bianca, but what is it? Banaka, Banaka, bin, what
3: is Banaka, yeah,
2: Banaka, Bianca, <laughs> Bianca is uh, a girl who I want to have sex with. Um, Banaka. I don't... Here's the fart spray. How how would anyone get anything out of that? I don't know. Like I could, theoretically, probably... I could just lie and just say, yeah, I, but I put Banaka in my mouth for a couple of days and people were grossed out.
1: Or if you just like sprayed it into your mouth during the podcast. Yeah.
0: Or... Or... Uh, you put it on like cologne, and you have to be videoed trying to talk to women out in public.
1: That is and super
0: aggressive, but
1: like, go get like a little bouquet of flowers from Ralph's and be like, Oh, greetings to you, madame. <laughs> I swear the
2: hens, how do you say this? This brand, hens gawked fart spray on the on the bouquet of flowers and then I mac it to her. No, on you. It's on well, you. Either way. I mean if I hand her the flowers and that smells like shit, that can ruin her day even more. And my chances perhaps. But the uh the description of this fart spray, it says it smells like 14th century sewage. That's a pretty good that's a pretty good uh description
1: yeah I imagine that sewage is terrible but how do they know yeah like, yeah this that's isn't, a good point this definitely isn't thirteenth or fifteenth century this is definitely fourteenth century sewage was yeah, that like this a, story a bad... reminds me of my uh freshman year in
2: college I want to say like it was probably the first month of school we are uh, the our uh, our whole floor on uh and our freshman dorm room building was just fucking nuts, dude. It was nuts. Like, we we accrued, I think, the most damage of any floor in, like, St. John's University, like, residential living history. Like, it was fucking crazy. And our RA was just completely checked out. He did not care whatsoever. It was, it was super fun. Um, but thinking back on it, I don't know how this guy didn't get into a ton of trouble on top of all of us. Anyways, we got into like some beef, like not not like serious, not physical beef, just like a prank beef with this near with the with our neighbors in the dorm building. And we just threw shit at each other, like. Like, um, almost like a dinner fit for a gang, like we just mix stuff up in a fucking bowl and just throw it at each other, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like throw it at our doors and. Uh, My buddy got the fire extinguisher and, like, fired the extinguisher against the the door and, like, underneath into their room. And it set off the fire alarm. And because there was all these, like, weird substances around, like, they ended up calling in the fucking the, the, um, the the New York State Fire Department, the NYPD. And, like, they evacuated the whole building. Like, this was in the middle of the night. And my roommate who pulled the fire extinguisher was pretty much like shaking. He's like, I'm, I'm going to get thrown out of school. I'm fucked. I'm getting thrown out of school. Um, But they never like found out who did it. And yeah. they eventually let us back in after like a couple hours of like, they brought in like a fucking bomb unit. They brought in like a bunch of like a, like, a bunch of different like fire department and, and police officers to figure out what was going on. But that's, just what i thought of when i read this story
1: well yeah i mean we were hellraisers in my dorm as well like i i used to rollerblade around the halls naked um we would whip beer bottles out the window uh piss in the water fountains piss in the was sinks was it a guy only dorm hat one it was it was like u shaped and one half from the middle was was guys and then the other half was girls could you so it was kind of like a co to section. Yeah. Yes, in- there was
0: no doors between okay. them.
1: Yeah. Gotcha. So I I used to roller roller skate naked like all around the floors. Um and then they called a dorm meeting one time and the RA was like, "Look, you guys need to calm down a bit. I keep hearing stories about people pissing in the water fountains and every item that he listed, he would just stare at me and Mr. Ski like, as in, like, I know it's you, I can't prove it, but you guys keep pissing in the water fountains. And, like... He's Such like, a you guys, dick move. It's like, this has to stop. You guys have to stop. And then one day, there was a fire in the trash can in the bathroom, and it set off, like, the fire alarm and all this shit. And they... So, obviously, we were suspects number one, but for once in our lives, we didn't do it. Like, somebody threw... A, like a lit cigarette in the trash can and it just ignited it so they had to evacuate the building and stuff It didn't like catch any structures on fire just burn the trash can but it wasn't us and they were like ready to expel us and we both had to just be like i think they like checked our our pockets to like see what brand of cigarettes we smoked to compare it with like the cigarette butt they found but it was like scorched so i don't know how they would have identified it that way but they yeah. were they were hell-bent on it as, as like we were the ones and we actually weren't and thank god they never they they i think they either found out who actually did it or like ah fuck we can't even pin this one on these guys
2: thank god wait this wasn't this wasn't this was in a uh, high school no college i was gonna say so thank god so what they would have you would have been removed after one semester instead of three yeah Thank God that didn't happen.
1: Yeah. But, man, as far as, like, evacuations over a smell from just, like, a spray that you can buy on Amazon that's, you know, meant as a prank. How is it sending people to the fucking hospital, like, calling ambulances, evacuations? Like, man, that does remind me of the time when... I used to go to like Philly every weekend and we would do all of our stunts and shit. And one of my buddies got, they used to sell walkmen in these packets that came with like this little box with a string attached to it to a pin. And it was basically like if you were out jogging and you got attacked, you'd pull the string and it would just set off this like ear piercing alarm to draw attention to you. So like if you're getting attacked, you, you pull that thing, this alarm... Will not stop until you put the pin back in it. So, my buddy got a hold of one of those and he was like, What if I run by like a Burger King or something and I pull the pin and throw it in there and yell fire in the hole and then they can't turn it off and it's super loud and annoying? And I was like, "Ah, oh, I, I guess that sounds kind of funny. So, he it went, Sounds
2: <laughs> funny, actually. Yeah.
1: So, he did it. And he fucking panicked, and instead of yelling fire in the hole, he forgot what he was supposed to yell, so he just yelled grenade and threw it in. And they thought it was an explosive, and they evacuated the whole fucking like, fast food place. I forget what it was, but people were running out of the restaurant It was a Wendy's. Screaming at the top of their lungs. You did that to a Wendy's? I didn't do it. My buddy, who shall remain nameless, he threw it in there. But like,
0: It's on video. It was on one of the Slow Children videos. Yeah. So I don't know that we need to be that coy about it when it was out well, there on the internet.
1: That clip was never on the internet.
0: <laughs> it was definitely on one of the vi- on the DVDs, though.
1: Oh, yeah. It's on a DVD, for sure. But no- that was before like YouTube, so no- none of that shit made it on there. But thank God. That's true. So if you just run away though,
2: you don't have any consequences to deal with, right?
1: No, nobody got caught. But if we would have gotten caught, like people were running out screaming at the top of their lungs thinking they were about to fucking die. Like that would have been probably... Did you hear
2: the... You heard the noise, right?
1: Yeah. I was outside. Was it it
2: terrible? Like was it as bad as you thought it was going to be?
1: No, I thought it was going to be funny. I thought people would just be annoyed. Like we all just thought people would be like, damn it, they threw this thing in here and we can't turn it off the fucking dummy yelled out grenade.
0: I don't know that fire in the hole would have caused any less of a panic than yelling. "grenade." Yeah. that's a good point. But they're both, they both pretty much, uh, foreshadow an explosion of some sort. I
1: mean, this
2: was yeah, over I mean, fire in the hole is what you yell, when you throw a grenade into something, <laughs>
3: yeah, so.
1: but maybe there's just like slightly less people that know that than know what a grenade is. But Fair I mean, enough. that was over 20 years ago, and I feel like if you did this fart spray prank 20 years ago, you probably would have gotten like suspended or something, but not like facing fucking years in jail for it. I mean, oh my god, correct. But yeah, I, I feel like even 20 plus years ago, if my buddy got caught with that fire in the hole grenade thing, that would have been probably some serious charges. Yeah, that was sketchy. That was super sketchy. How the fuck did we get here? What are we even talking about? Where am I? I'm a fart spray, dude. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So are you gonna eat it?
0: Uh, TBD. <laughs> I think he just needs to put two sprays mm-hmm. under each armpit and then go out and talk to women and have the, someone uh, film the him, beach or something, and have someone film him. Yeah, and, and it has just to ask be- them. Just interview them and see how long they'll stick around before they either say something or they turn their nose up and walk away.
1: Yeah, and it's got to be done in one take. So you, like, if someone's filming you, you just you stand there, you, you missed yourself, missed your pits with the fart spray, and then immediately walk over and start talking to somebody. A lady. Hey, do you want to we see my We can come up dog? with
0: benign. We're not talking that you have to hit on them or anything. We can come up. With benign, you would be like, "I'm doing research for such and such. Do you mind if I ask you a few questions?"
2: I don't. I don't hate this. I can. I think I can pull this off. Is there an age requirement?
1: No minors.
2: Well,
0: all right. What about like just a sweet old lady? No <laughs> old ladies either. They've got to be.
1: Yeah. What if you send uh, her to the hospital? <laughs> I would the, have to swipe right on them on Tinder. Uh, yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Fair
1: enough. Um, well, real quick, just because you mentioned King for a Day, I, know, I you know we don't have to get into spoilers or anything, but Jeff, what did you think about the finale of Succession? Do you think they wrapped it up in a, a satisfying way? Was it better than Game of Thrones, worse than Game of Thrones? What are your thoughts?
2: I mean, it almost made up for the dud that was Game of Thrones. I thought it was excellent. Me too. I mean, I hear, I hear a lot of like, I don't know. It feels like people have jumped onto Succession after me, but I hear a lot of podcasts talking about it and saying stuff like this could be the greatest show ever if they nail the, the finale. And I, I'm not, I'm not really ready to go that far. TV's been on for a while, and there's people that can make great arguments for different TV series, but this is, I'm going to miss it, and it's the best TV show that I've seen, and in, in probably since Breaking Bad, I, w- I would say. Better Call Saul was awesome, too. You know, same universe. Yeah. But, like, it was fucking epic. And, like, the ending, it isn't surprising. In fact, really, there isn't that many surprising, if you think about it, there isn't that many surprising plot twists throughout the entire story. But the way they did everything added, like, surprise to the story, if that makes
1: if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I, I was thinking about it. It's like, okay... This whole journey is just... There isn't really anybody in the show to root for anyway. They're all just like scum of the earth garbage people. So there's no one character to really connect with. I mean, I don't think this is much of a spoiler, but even Cousin Greg, who gets introduced at the beginning of the series, who's like this squirrely little outsider, be like, can I play with the rich family members too? Like even he turns into a pretty much a piece of shit. So you're not rooting for anybody. It's just like, Wow, all this backstabbing and back and forth is fucking crazy. And it's like, what is the satisfying ending? Because if you look at Game of Thrones, it's pretty much like, who ends up on the throne? And it's the same thing with succession. It's like, who's going to end out on top? And what is like a good breaking point? Because it's this rich family, the empire that they've built, and everybody wants to run it. So like, even if somebody does leapfrog somebody else and get that chair there's still going to be people knifing at them for years. And with the way Succession ended, it does seem like if they really wanted to, there could be more. There could be more story to be told. But the way they ended it was satisfying. It was like, okay, I like how this turned out. It was an hour and a half episode, so it was basically a feature-length finale. Yeah. And it was like, it was clever. I really liked how it was done. It was satisfying. I'm definitely going to miss the show because the show was on for five years, and I basically just—I only spent a month of my life with it. So it's like, wow, yeah. it was—it was so quick. It was just gone in a flash. But yeah, I'm going to rewatch I, the whole thing. I felt they really stuck the landing. It was fucking well done. Um, and just like the nuances of it, like the when the, when it ended, the more I spent time just thinking about it and you know, covering all the angles and like, all right, was this plot line tied up? Did that end? Did this pay off? It was like, okay, not everything got wrapped up that got started, but yeah, that stuck the landing in a very, very satisfying way. So start to finish, succession, fucking rules.
2: Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Um, I, I'm satisfied with the way it ended, to be honest. Like, I, I, I really liked how, how they wrapped it all up, so yeah um it was it was fucking awesome and just like the acting was i don't know it was fucking top-notch from from what i could tell you know i'm not oh yeah i I don't have like the most refined palette when it comes to that stuff but
1: i'd like to see kieran Kieran culkin get like an emmy or something oh he was insanely good in that
2: like i've been saying for years how much like i love tom and greg like they're the fucking best people on TV and uh, they killed <laughs> it in the fight. I mean everyone was awesome. It's just like the acting is so good. You cared about characters who were fucking shitty people, A. And B, and then we were talking about this before it started. Like what's the loss, right? The loss is perhaps the children are forced to take a 30 to 40 billion dollar paycheck. Like, oh no. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 that's, that's, that's the, in the perspective of the kids, the worst possible outcome is that they become rich generations over.
1: Yeah. I even said like, already I was,
2: rich generations
1: over. I was saying that to Carl like multiple times as we were making our way through the series. It's like, This really does feel high stakes, but if you really think about it, anybody who gets muscled out of the company, anybody who loses, they all are filthy fucking rich. Like, there's no real consequence for anybody outside of, like, I don't know, deaths or arrests. But as long as neither of those things happen to any character, they will live the rest of their lives with more money than anybody could ever spend. But you're still just yeah, like they're
2: just still like, on the the top hundred
1: richest Forbes list, shit like that. Like, yeah, they're good. But it's still even with that, even knowing that, it's still just so engaging. I feel like you and I could do <clears throat> a a once-off Patreon show, just recapping the series. Like, wouldn't hate that idea. S- suck session.
0: <laughs> yeah, shit session. <laughs> we just. Yeah. Uh, do either of you guys have uh, Showtime?
1: I do not. No. no.
0: Uh, are you about to say Billions? Because everyone, I heard Billions is awesome too. I. That's exactly what I was going to suggest. Is Billions? Yeah. That's, shout
1: out to Dan Soder.
0: Yeah, that's uh that's another fun one where, you know, the losses are really minimal and there's nobody that's really great to root for, but. Paul Giamatti is fucking fantastic in it and it doesn't spoil anything, but like, he's like a hotshot U S attorney that uh, can only get off when he's being beaten by a Dom. Oh, I was pretty sure. I think I've heard of that actually. So it's not even a spoiler. <laughs> no, it's a big part of the story from the jump. So it, it's just, it's, I, I think if you guys like Succession, you guys would really like Billions.
2: If they had a spinoff, I would lo- like to see them follow. Obviously, Tom and Hugo. I, I like Hugo too. <laughs> the guy who goes Wolf Wolf or whatever. Yeah,
1: I couldn't. It was I was surprised to see like the you know the '80s people that got thrown in there, like uh, Cameron from Ferris Bueller, is like the oldest yeah. Roy kid, and then Fisher Stevens from the Short Circuit movies. I don't uh, remember. Who, who, what character is he play? Well, he got he got kind of shit he, for doing brownface. He was the in, an Indian guy.
0: No, he's talking about in Succession. He's oh, like Hugo. the... He's yeah, Hugo. Hugo. Oh, he did brownface in Short Circuit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't played, know that. He played an Indian guy, character.
1: Yeah, and uh, huh. I, I think Aziz like Ansari... Like Ben Kingsley. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He pulled a Kingsley. I think Aziz Ansari does a bit about it. He was like, man, it's so cool to finally see like an Indian guy being represented on, on the big screen and in a comedy. And his uncle was like, no, it's a white guy. Right. And he was just like,
3: Oh, fuck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, but have you, did you guys, uh, see any movies? I saw some films. Did you watch Uh, more fucking Godzilla movies
0: or something? No, no. Uh, on, HBO Go. Max. We watched. We watched uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods.
1: Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. They just put that up there.
0: It was pretty good. It yeah. Was pretty good. It was, it was passable, it right? It was enjoyable. It was a good time. Like, it wasn't great. Uh, I think Lucy Liu, probably, it felt like she was not into it and called it, phoned it in. I don't think she, her performance was all that good. That memorable, uh, but it was it was all right. And the chick who plays the mom is just stunning.
1: Yeah, I feel like they they gave her um, a little bit of a, a makeover, like a jushing up from the first movie, because she was super no, she cute was, in the first one. But I feel like they they did her up more.
0: Uh, I don't know. And then I also saw, uh, I don't know how to say the name of it. Uh, Sisu, Sisu, oh yeah, Shih Tzu. yeah, Sisu, I saw that. Uh, and that was also good. It was kind of a little slow. Not a lot of talking. Uh, but it was fucking violent. And oh God, there yeah. were a lot of scenes that had me like cupping my mouth because it was just
1: <clears throat> brutal. Yeah. It's like John Wick if there was the gore of a slasher movie.
0: Yeah, like ultra, ultra violent. Like that That scene where he needs to prop himself up and he oh. like nails it. You know what you. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, that one, like, I, I, that, I, that was, that made my stomach start to feel very not good. Like, yeah, if you think, really,
1: if you think John Cooper, John, John Cooper, John Wick has survived some, uh, Preposterous situations. Wait till you see what the Sisu guy survives and lives through. Like guts hanging out of his stomach, and he just like fucking staples them or whatever. <laughs> twist, twist the little thing he's up. He's like ripping like loose wires from debris and just stitching his guts up. It's like ah, yeah. I'm right, it's come like *Tropic Thunder*, where he's yeah. laying there
2: with the fucking intestines and on him,
1: and his hands are all like exploded like confetti. <laughs> Yeah, but Sisu is cool. I like Sisu.
0: It was good. Uh, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, 3.25 dicks, and Sisu, 3.75. Nice. Um,
1: Would you guys mind if we took a very rare Once in a Blue Moon commercial break? No. I just, I'm on the verge of soiling myself. I thought maybe I could hold off between the main show and Patreon, but not happening.
0: So are we going to take a commercial break, or do you just want Jeff and I to be- babble about nonsense?
1: I don't know. You guys want to babble? This might be a quickie. It's like ready Yeah, to go. I mean,
0: we can... I think Okay, Jeff and I can discuss the possible next home of DeAndre Hopkins while you're gone. Okay,
2: oh, <laughs> yeah, well, We're going to do a quick breakdown in the NFC East. All right, I'll, <laughs> I'll make this quick.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> take, take your, your time. time. I actually... I really hope the fucking Giants get him, but it would make most sense for him to go to the Browns, right? I mean, Deshaun Watson's there. He he had his best years with Deshaun Watson. They kind of need a wide receiver.
0: Well, now, the thing – so here's the thing. Does he go somewhere for a year, like, say, Kansas City on a veteran minimum because he's still getting paid a huge chunk of guaranteed money from Arizona? Yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't have, or does he get fucking greedy and want the the guaranteed money from Arizona, and then also a huge payday from another team? I don't know how. I don't know how that works. Like, does if he gets picked up by another team, does then that guaranteed money become partly their responsibility? I know it's dead cap space for Arizona, but then is the new team on the hook for some of it? I don't believe so. Now. Because it would make sense for him to sign a veteran minimum, go to a Super Bowl contender for a year while he still got this pay, and then next year sign a long term wherever is going to give him the most fucking money.
2: That would make the most sense, and Kansas City would definitely make a lot of sense. You could argue San Francisco, even though I don't really have a quarterback. You can argue the
0: Philadelphia Eagles. That's but... kind of uh, that's why I kind of hope that he would go that because it would just be insane to have. AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, and DeAndre Hopkins. Like any one of them could play any one of the three wide pre- receiver positions on the field and it would give the defense fits. Like if you put him on another if, you know, if another team makes a luxury signing like this because he's willing to sign for next to nothing, he could make a, an already powerful team even that much more dangerous.
2: Yeah, from his perspective, I don't know why you wouldn't go to the Kansas City Chiefs. Right? Like they don't really have a number one wide receiver. No, like not obviously at all. Kelsey. And like he you I mean, know, they he's, didn't he's have playing a with the best world. quarterback in the gun in the world.
0: Yeah, and they didn't have a true number one last year, and they they won the Super Bowl. So what could they do with him?
2: Feels like it'd be a perfect fit, actually. Dude, everyone uh, expects the Giants to suck this year, and I think we should be at least pretty good. I mean, I get the – from a gambling perspective, I get the argument on why we would suck or why we would be, like, below our season win total, but I don't know. I'm excited about the near future and long future, long-term future of the team. Not not nearly as excited about my team as you are with the Eagles, but
1: still. Do you guys figure out – um Deontay Wilder's sports ball career. I mean, uh, that's
0: I, not bad. Is that, is that even an athlete? Yeah, that's
2: the thing. Uh, he's uh, either the former or current heavyweight champion of the world
0: boxing. That's the, uh, okay. All split. right, so at least he's, a legit
2: sports star.
0: Yeah. Good job.
2: I said a good thing, job, yeah. Kevin. But no, we're talking about DeAndre Hopkins. Oh shit! Okay, I'm trying to think of a cool, quick DeAndre Hopkins story that would get you somewhat interested. But yeah. again, I don't have anything off the
1: top of my head, so I'm yeah, not gonna, I'm not gonna try. I don't think there's anything there. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, I, I went to the Theatra and saw a new a new release. Oh, I saw what Bert, did you see? Bert Kreischer's The Machine.
0: Did you? Yeah. And how was it?
1: Is it kind of like the uh the Nick Cage movie we saw with
2: Pedro Pascal?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Except it's it's a little bit more grounded in reality, like in, in what it was like Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Like Nick Cage has a fake family in that. Like this you know, okay. his wife that he's been with for a very long time and a daughter. And, you know, in real life, he has that like young bride. He only married a couple of years ago. And I think he only has a son. But in this, they use like, they mirror Bert's actual family pretty accurately. And it, it but it is based on, I don't know if you guys know that machine story that he tells.
2: I'm loosely no. familiar with it. Does, does he, he has a family though? Like oh he has God. a wife and kids shit?
1: Give me one second. Yes, Carl's he friends.
2: does. What the hell is he doing? He
0: just evacuated the chair.
1: It's it's escaping.
0: Oh, no. you stunk your place up that badly. Yeah. Why didn't you, why don't you just keep the bathroom door closed and crack the window?
1: Well, the window is always cracked because I like to vent vent the bathroom out when I take showers and stuff. But uh, yeah, this is brutal. Uh, I feel like I'm I'm gonna I might get time for this for a chemical attack. And you know,
0: Carl's in the other third room. degree felony, buddy.
1: Uh but so he when um 'cause and you guys know that like uh Van Wilder was based on Burt. Nope. So he knew that he was such an epic partier at Florida State that word of his exploits made it to Rolling Stone And Rolling Stone did an article on him. And then that's what they based Van Wilder on. Really? So Bert has just always had this crazy life of the party lifestyle. And, you know, I feel like everybody's had somebody in their life who's just like a party animal, but really, really fun to party with and be around. And Bert is just like, you know, the number one version of that guy. So when he was in college, he was taking Russian... And at the end of, I don't know, four years of it, they did a class trip to Russia. And since it was so sketchy, the school had to hire an actual Russian mobster to oversee the class trip to make sure they didn't get fucked with by any different gangsters. So Bert, like, became homies with that guy and was drinking with them and told all these funny stories. So they, like, loved him. And made him get drunk with all the other Russian gangsters. And they were on they were on a train going somewhere, like, the whole trip. And the Russian gangsters, like, grabbed Bert, and they're like, you're coming with us. You're partying with us. So they get him wasted. He's entertaining everybody. Everybody's laughing. And then the leader of the gangsters was like, okay, now we're robbing the train. And they, like, pulled a gun on him, and they're like, no, 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 you're not going anywhere. You're robbing this train with us. So he, at gunpoint, had to rob the entire train including his classmates. And then, you know, this has just been like a story before he like really blew up. Every time he would guest on someone's radio show or podcast, he would tell the machine story. He told it on stage. It got a viral following and all that. So the plot of the movie is, you know, he plays himself and the story of him telling that goes viral on the internet and some Russian gangster sees it and he's like, that's the guy that fucking robbed me on that train. So he basically like relives that whole thing 20 something years later with a Russian gangster trying to like kidnap him and kill him and get the pocket watch that he stole from him on that train. And Mark Hamill plays his dad.
2: Why do they, why what's the the machine thing about?
1: Oh, so he, I guess the machine and badass are very close in Russian so he knocked on the guy's door and went to say, like, I'm a badass, but he, act- he fucked it up and just told him, I'm the machine. And they just thought it was hysterical. So they just introduced him to everybody as the machine.
3: That's
2: actually a pretty sweet
1: nickname. I'm trying and to you're like, still
2: battling the poop?
1: It's, it's, like, burning me. And Carl's in the other room, and I'm just afraid it's, it's going to, like, seep under the door and get her. I didn't know Carl was around. Yeah, she she's got the day of off because it's Memorial Day. So I was just like, no, you don't have to go home. Just, you know, play video games, watch something in my room. And when MSPH comes over, don't the bathroom. fucking bother me. <laughs> don't use the bathroom? I actually should have said that, and I didn't. Damn it. Dude, you have a
2: candle so that she can smell it. She knows you just detonated the bathroom.
1: You can fart in front of her now, I think. I don't think I can. There's a chance she, she could maybe think it's like a weird smell coming from outside.
0: I highly doubt that Kevin.
1: Next
2: time you lose
0: the Oscar bets, I'm
2: going to, you're going to have to videotape yourself farting in front of Carl or whoever you're dating
1: at the time. You know, I think the listeners have gotten tired of the Oscar bets every year. Maybe we should just make this the last one. <laughs> oh,
2: this, Yeah. We
1: got uh, on my fart spray. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, I I thought, I think it's like a, it's a little bit of a pitfall, like a booby trap almost to make a movie out of a a viral story like that and, you know, have a comedian play themselves. Sometimes it doesn't always work out as well as you'd want, but I was impressed. It had some like really, really funny moments, real good, just throwaway lines that landed really well. Um, There was actually some fairly decent action when the Russian gang members are all shooting at each other and attacking Bert and stuff, there's some moments that have glimmers of some John wick kills and fight sequences. And then you, Bert gets in on it. And it was like, I was like, wow, they actually did some fucking fight choreography with Bert. And it was impressive. Good. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. you know, his whole thing is taking a shirt off and he's got that big belly. So he's like shirtless fighting Russian gangsters in these choreographed fight scenes. It was pretty fucking cool. I enjoyed it. So, I don't know. I'll suck three and a half machine dicks. You know, it's one of those things when, like, I feel like, you know, and I'm hearing this from people now that I'm working on my own project, like, comedy has become a niche genre. I feel like so many people just put out so many turds that people just lost face, faith in comedy as a whole. It's all just these, you know, big A-lister names with these kind of bad scripts and people just sort of gave up on comedy, so it actually has become please, a niche
2: genre. Can you please say something like you're here to save comedy?
1: Oh my god! I, what actually what I'm hoping for is that the Machine and that dog, Talking Dog movie Strays, and that movie with Stephanie Hsu, um, um, Luck, oh. Joyride. Those are like three promising comedies that are coming out this summer and I'm hoping they do really well so people get interested in comedies again and want to watch mine
2: right, so you're going to drop it on their success ideally
1: yeah I, and I in no way shape or form have enough faith in myself where I'm going to save or revive a genre I hope somebody else single handedly
0: it. I have faith you'll do it with I, no help from anyone else I hope one you of these believe, other three movies I hope one of these heavy
1: hitters does it and I can ride their coattails
0: I'll do you one better, Shuddy. I expect him to save comedy. You know what? If he doesn't. We might have to replace him on here. Yeah. Calls on
2: dump his ass if he doesn't completely save comedy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I all right. Fucking this hate, is your last I chance, Kevin.
2: Us. All right. <laughs> this is like this is like an airheads and they fucking stick up the radio station. It's like <laughs> this is your last chance, Kevin. You want to keep me in your life? You saved comedy with John
1: Cooper. But Carl, it's so it. hard to save comedy. Don't worry, guys. I'm on it. <laughs> oh, I almost barfed. I,
2: ex- I accept the mission.
1: I don't think my near vomit just then was from my own poop, though. Just to clarify. Oh. I, didn't, I didn't make myself almost vomit. If I mean...
2: If that's if that's what the cause of that belt was then Carl is just struggling in the other room I
0: have this light probably passed out she is yeah. probably, she's suffocated you should go ahead and check on her just hey yeah, is everything all right don't don't Wait.
2: snitch
1: on yourself these you're cool in here right I just well, want to make could, sure she could be taking a nap in which case, I don't want to wake her up because then she might be like, you know what? Ugh, after that nap, I kind of have to pee. And then she. But you at under. least
0: need to go put a mirror under her nose and make sure she's still breathing if she's asleep. You
1: think my just, it would be so her?
0: hilarious if just like while we we're talking about her,
2: her head poked out and she like like you know from the little threshold. Yeah, and she's like,
3: oh,
1: <laughs> like, do you smell that? Did something die in poop slime alley?
0: Uh, all right, well. I mean, you do literally have the best, like, you, you, the easiest thing to blame it on. Oh, it must be from the alley.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's one of those homeless guys. Close the window.
0: <laughs> oh, actually, leave it open. That way it can <laughs> ventilate. Uh,
1: yeah, dissipate a little bit.
2: Dissipate.
1: Yeah. Great word. Well, um, quick programming note for anybody who's interested. We have just started... Season 3 of Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition. Episode 1 is already up on our Patreon. People seem to be super pumped. So um, if you've never listened before, good time to jump on.
0: I mean, Jeff, I will reiterate some of the stuff the Patreon comments have said. Uh, Jeff is in mid-season form right out of the gate. He he comes with so much fun on this on the first episode that you know he needs to be praised and put up on a little bit of a pedestal because some of the things he said were just yeah a little golden
1: a little teaser which ingredient do you think Jeff described as NASCAR pony <laughs> I don't even remember what it said
2: <laughs> <laughs> no uh, it's i think it's <laughs> Honestly, I I sold this to one of my coworkers who's also like big into Gordon Ramsay and cooking shows. I was like, this is legitimately the best thing I do, like, in it pretty much in life. This is the, the, the peak Jeff Clark right here.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people say it's peak MSPH. Like out of all the shows we do, there's a nice percentage of people that think Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition is the best MSPH offering there is. I
2: think it's worth the $5 uh, Patreon subscription alone.
1: Definitely. So yeah, $5 tier gets you the, the bonus podcast we do every week, plus the weekly episodes of Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition. And the $10 tier gets you all of our solo shows, and you get access to the whole back catalog. So all the Patreon shows we've done. The What the Fuck Did I Just Watch with Shuddy and Don. Dom, Kevin's Nerd Hole, Snack Attack, Queef or no queef? Supermarket queefs. Uh, I don't know. Uh, brat, bratting in inappropriate places with Shuddy. Shuddy's so music that lasted condoms.
0: all of all of two. Yeah. <laughs> um. But since you mentioned, what the fuck did I just watch? Uh, tonight I will be watching the next film for that show, Ooh. which is Leprechaun in the Hood.
1: Ooh. Never seen it, but I'm sure it's terrible. That's awesome. Is it in just
0: the Leprechaun family like franchise or is it yes. a different thing? Correct. No, it's in and it stars Coolio and Ice-T.
1: And if I is... remember correctly, this is the one bef- right before Leprechaun goes to space.
0: Correct. I believe so.
1: Mm. Yeah, so check that out: Patreon.com/slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Um, and if you want to watch all this stuff on YouTube, we've got the episodes minus the Easter egg that comes after the end theme. YouTube.com/slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. And you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Kraft,
0: at Shuddy Boy, at Jeffer Records,
1: and at MSPH Podcast. Also, if you want to give at John Cooper Movie a follow, going to be Posting some behind the scenes shit there, and as the cast mm-hmm. grows and fills out, gonna you know post little clips with uh, the new cast members and stuff. So check it out, John Co- at John Co- Cooper Movie, and Outkick Bets with Jeff Clark. If you need some gambling, some sports gambling advice, Jeff's sports gambling podcast is readily available.
2: I got a fucking huge win yesterday. I hit Emiliano Grio to win uh, a golf tournament at eighty to one, no and way. I've been on like a fucking like two month golf losing streak. I needed it so bad, dude. This motherfucker had a two stroke lead going into the final hole and double bogeyed the final hole to send it to a playoff, and they ended up winning anyways. And honestly, it was dumb lucky. So the first hole in the playoff. He hit the ball. It was gonna go again. It was gonna go into like the fucking out of bounds, and it hit a tree and bounced back into the fairway. Ooh.
1: It's like Happy Gilmore.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was just dumb luck. So, <laughs> but uh, I'll be I'll be talking about the Memorial Tournament this week and uh, the NBA Finals. So nice. check that out. I'll kick that.
1: Shuddy, you got any dates at the Chuckle Hut?
0: nope i'm uh taking a break for a little while from touring but i mean you know.
1: you've, the, the road life has been hard hard
0: on you you need time to catch break. it has it has i need yeah. to just take a break
1: well thank you for listening everybody we truly appreciate having you on the team and uh we'll catch you next week but until next time something What's up you fart huffers
0: Not much What about you buddy
1: You know Just my Schlongerton
0: Is that an RA The Rugged Man t-shirt Yeah Your t-shirt game has been on point The last couple of weeks buddy
1: Hey I try
0: that Akira Shakira t-shirt was phenomenal.
1: I, I wore that to Trader Joe's and this girl behind the cashier was like, oh, I like that shirt. That's awesome. I'm like, oh, it. what are you a fan of, Akira or Shakira? And she just went, ah, and then I just <laughs> started scanning my shit. So I really <laughs> threw her for a loop with that follow-up question.
0: That's funny. <laughs> Hear that loud and clear, sir. If that's what you were. <laughs> Blood, di- <Wondering>. Blood Diamond.
1: Wondering. <laughs> Blood What were you saying here, Shuddy? Blood Diamond. <laughs> I have the button listed as Shuddy Blood Diamond. I don't know if you were trying to say Blood Diamond, though.
0: Blood. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that's exactly what he's trying to say. I, uh, I mean, I don't remember exactly why I would have been saying that, but yes, that's exactly what I think it was. Blood. (laughs) (laughs) How old is that button? I think it's pretty old. That should be that should be a new T-shirt. Just says. Could that be? What was that porn star we had on with diamond in her name? Could I have just been saying that incorrectly? Skin, d-
1: skin, diamond,
0: blood, die, wee, blood, die. Blood die. die. Blood die. <laughs> I don't blood wee, wee. <laughs> I don't know why I would have been discussing the 2006 film starring Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. Sometimes we talk about movies. About some, would,
0: some would say that's all we talk about.
1: Meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. ooh man. My brain is not used to doing the show at this time.
2: Only like a couple <laughs> hours ahead of when we usually do it. <laughs>
1: Blood down <laughs> <laughs> I tried to n- m- naturally recreate it for uh, you there, Shuddy.
0: Would, uh, record permission? Blood down
1: I was trying to do that while I was coughing for real. Oh, oh, it got and, me all emotional uh, and shit. Oh, re- that reminds me. I got to tell you guys a um a story that involves me just coughing like that after taking a sip of my coffee recording in progress
0: yay Uh, i also turned on share permission so if you if there's anything you want to share your screen for you don't have to ask thanks shuddy you're welcome just trying to get ahead of things you know that's all
2: we can do right really crossed our t's and dotted our i's to start this episode off i'm liking i'm liking where our heads are at on this memorial day I didn't even realize it was Memorial Day weekend until like I got the email that my Friday PM editorial call was canceled. I was like, wait, why? It's like, oh, holiday weekend. Everyone's out. Yeah. The holidays essentially don't mean anything to me anymore in terms of work because I work in sports media. I've essentially worked every Christmas for the past like seven years.
1: And since we've just chosen to, you know, do MSPH first thing in the week, um, you know, anytime there's a three-day weekend where Mondays are involved, which is pretty much all of them, you know, we kind of we fuck ourselves out of that.
2: Yeah, like Labor Day. We haven't enjoyed a <laughs> Labor Day um, or had a non-MSPH Labor Day is probably the better way of putting it
3: since
2: <laughs> I don't even know how long. I've always had beef with Labor Day.
3: A lemon spares.
1: Yeah, why isn't it called Beef Day?
2: Well, it always just kind of... It usually overshadows my birthday. And just over the years, Shuddy knows what I'm talking about, but my, I,
3: <sighs>
2: my birthday has just become meaningless and more and more meaningless as the years go on. Um, because people always have something cooler to do than hang out with me on my birthday because it's Labor Day weekend. <laughs> Including my my grandmother. Remember me remember me telling you guys how I used to my birthday party used to be on like a Sunday on Labor Day weekend. And my grandmother would skip it because she went to the racetrack every uh-huh. Sunday. Yep. <laughs> I get her. I, I kinda I kind of understood at the time too. And in her defense, she always bought me the new Madden, or, like, the best, like, video game. She'd give me the best gift to just, you know, it wouldn't come with her company. <laughs>
3: oh, fuck. It's I mean. so one last per- it?
2: person to talk to when I'm playing Madden. That's kind of good.
3: Up <laughs> <laughs> oh, yours, dude. Oh,
1: oh, 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 oh. that's that's Jeff's grandma playing Madden.
3: Memorial. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is that Tyson?
3: Yeah. Nice. Where Up are we your at good. in the sound
2: check stuff?
3: Up Sounds yours, good dude. on my end. Sounds
2: good
0: on my end as well.
3: Yep.
0: <laughs> Kevin must not have Damn. taken his ADHD medicine.
1: No, I took it, but it hasn't kicked in yet. Ugh. All right, but I'm good to go. I'm good to go. We're, yeah, we're, you we're, lose we're,
2: energy once that medicine kicks in? How does that work?
1: No, I actually gain energy, and it's, like, focused. So I try to, nice. on MSPH days, time it so where it kicks in where we do the show. So
2: you're going to just, like, inject
1: your ADHD medication
2: when John Cooper is
1: filming? Uh, I've I am going to be doubling my meds on shooting days. Yeah, <laughs>
2: doubling my
1: meds. Yep,
2: that just means it works twice as effective, and that's just that's good strategy. No, no,
1: no. I'm spacing it out so I get two like injections of. Oh, let's fucking go! Because we're doing twelve. Kevin, out- why are you yelling? I don't know. I'm excited. <laughs> we we have our shooting schedule is only twelve days. And in order to get, you know, make sure we finish on time, it's twelve-hour shoot days. Oof. So, yeah, uh, two you and a half. You have to get weeks.
2: Ritalin or ADHD medication for the whole cast and crew.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna crush one up and have like a, a PA blow it up my ass with a straw. Did you
0: work? Did you work a blow guy into <laughs> the budget for the movie?
1: No, I'm just going to stockpile my Ritalin like a squirrel and then just have like a nice stockpile for those two and a half weeks. The fucking
2: catering is just going to be a bowl of Kevin's ADHD medicine.
1: Yeah. All the cocaine that John Cooper does in the movie is going to be real. And then there's just like a separate punch bowl in the back for like when I hit a slump in the day, I'm just going to fucking headbutt it.
2: Got uh, fucking a bowl of Ritalin and Twizzer, Twizzlers. <laughs> are, you, are we going to talk about John Cooper on the
1: main episode? Sure, we can do that. I got some stories.
2: Good. Let's get into it. It's Los Angeles, California, the Mad Scientist Party Hour.